everybody welcome back to the podcast that was just us being stupid yeah another week of the <laughs> renderos bros game uh, that, time that's right welcome to the show as always we are two brothers that really are so busy with our adult, adult lives yeah. but we like each other so we hang out once a week and talk uh try a beer of the week and we talk two films as always this week's films are evil dead rise and meet cute on peacock and the theater respectively peacock peacock um, yeah so we're going to start off, as always, with our beer of the week. Uh, this info, the info for this can is a scannable, has a Q, uh, what is it, QI code? What the fuck is it? QR code. QR code, yes, sir. That's the one. Uh, has a QR code, and it's a cloud burst brewing. It is from uh, Seattle, Washington, so this is uh, brought to us by Sam from his vacation. Yeah, um, still, picked up a bunch of stuff. Still bringing it through. Picked a bunch of stuff to bring here. Uh, it's all in aluminum cans, so it's nice and kept refrigerated, nice and the cool. Can looks fucking cool. It looks like a bunch of fucking splin- uh, paint splatter everywhere, uh, and it just says this is pale ale. This is a pale. That's it. So it's nothing really. This is a pale ale. It's nothing too crazy on it. So it looks kind of cool. I like the little cloud fucking uh, looking ting. No, it's a it's a beautiful uh, color uh, kaleidoscope of. Stuff that happens on there. Yeah, it's a good splatter. They made definitely made it look. Uh, the colors are, are nice. They, they pop. They have a like, Tiffany green on here and shit like that. It's kind of yeah. I'm bringing up their website right cool. now, trying to find it, but uh, they got a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, like nothing. this is a huge list of beers that they have. It's incredible, actually, going through. I only okay. I only stopped incredible. by real quick to, to pick one up. Yeah, I open that sucker back up. Let me see what's up with this shit right here. Yeah, you know, and uh, you can definitely. <laughs> Pick up stuff and, and and it smells. Uh, it does smell like a pale ale. Uh, very tangy in a sense in the beginning, uh, but it kind of dissipates now that I haven't. Uh, now that I opened the can already, yeah, so let me pour this done. in and uh, into my cup and see what this tastes like. What I hate about like uh, carbonated or not carbonated, but like cold up. drinks, ahead, it gives man. that uh, that hiccup effect. But this is actually pretty refreshing. It's uh, peachy, I want to say. Peachy? Peachy in its taste. Oh, okay. I see. Let me uh, let me get this shit a... a little hoppy. Some hops. Oh, for sure. What's up, homies? <laughs> chicky, chicky, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. What do you yeah. think about it? Pretty good or what? Let me try this shit. I do like it. Uh, I do particularly care for this. Uh, it's fruity. It's crispy. It's peanut buttery. Uh, no, it's not peanut buttery, but it's, yeah. Okay, so it's it's like a crisp uh, IPA, real smooth, super yeah. smooth. I mean, you can definitely tell that this is not super IPA because it's uh, this is pale yeah. ale. Yeah, yeah, you have like a faint hops taste, which mainly pay, uh, IPAs have. But so this is like, like a very faint one. Very, very faint. It one, has a very crisp, sure. very crisp taste. Like it's fucking definitely refreshing. This is something you can drink on a on a. A summer day and be like, God damn, that shit's fucking pretty damn good. This is their list here That's on their, their website. List? Yeah, dude, of all the shit they have at their brewery, That's I guess. fucking ridiculous. It's crazy, because I'm like, I just wanted to look up the information. <laughs> That's so many fucking, they, they have oh, that many fucking, uh, they have that many, what the fuck was this called? The ones that they fucking ferment the beer in? Um, the barrels? Yeah. 
They have oh, fucking the, the, ton yeah, of barrels yeah, yeah. and shit to fucking make all those goddamn different beers. I'm imagining that they rotate out they of one of these. fucking warehouse of this stuff, governor. Yeah, I mean, because they're located off of... Uh, they're on... They're located in Washington. They're, yeah, the Washington State, but it's like off of the Pike Place Obviously. like market. Once you exit that market and keep going straight for a while, yeah. they, they are, uh, they're by the Sculpture Garden. Oh, um, right there by the Starbucks. No, past, way past no. that. The, Star, the Starbucks is in Pike Place. But it's not even their original place. We talked about this before. The yeah, guy, no, the guy so was I'm like, a, fuck this shit. No, so I'm at, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing up. coming to Seattle and fucking having Starbucks? You, want, st- you want Starbucks? You Starbucks? Want, you like Starbucks? Fuck. You should try the no, but honestly, though, camel like, frappe. It's really delicious. If you and your wife ever go to, to Seattle, you, I know you don't fuck with coffee. I do not. Yeah, but I mean, I will tell you person. some of the most incredible coffee I've ever had. All the different locations that I tried. Go McDonald's. Sally fucking McDonald's. Cherry, uh, get that McCafe. No, get that McCafe yeah, out. Like, hey, I, dude, I don't understand why people love McDonald's coffee. I just don't fucking understand it. It has its own. It has its own taste. It's it tastes like, like fucking burnt old person. Oh, I spilled it on I my don't vagina. Know. I, don't know that, I would not know what that's t- that tastes like. So, uh, it tastes pretty good, apparently. You've never, you've never bitten old people on the street. Never. No, no. <laughs> uh, no uh, but I yeah, want but to no, talk- I'm, not, I'm not a coffee person, no, so I don't really care. Yeah, taste yeah, is yeah, taste. Yeah. Taste coffee tastes like coffee. Coffee is coffee to you, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, I want to tell you, like, have you ever gotten that spam call from that guy who's like, hey, this is whatever, whatever, from the organization, the fallen officers? No. You know, never. No, never. That guy calls me, like, every Dude, I get, I get some other company, some fucking other shit that's uh, some insurance. Oh, homeowner's insurance. Yeah, homeowner's insurance. Something like that was obviously a scam, you know, and I constantly fucking block their numbers and then I just another number calls me. And yeah, another yeah, number yeah. calls it's me. It's the same thing with this guy. This guy calls Endless. They love me so much, and they're he, stalking me. And he gives you this <laughs> whole spiel about like dead cops and like, you know, fundraising for them. But it turns out that this guy is just a scam artist. He just goes around calling yeah. and he just collects the money. Well, yeah, he's smart. Because getting paid, bitch. Well, I mean, the thing is that they haven't caught him. Blue just lives yet. matter. <laughs> they haven't caught him yet. Getting paid but, I mean, at some point. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, like, I imagine that if he does have a 503C, he could basically be like, well, 99% of what I take in is for the organizational runnings and, and tax yeah. benefit that way. But this guy, Jesus Christ, no, that's he, if, he was, yeah. if he was a legit organization, joking. there would always be the same number. It would not be, you know, all sorts of area codes. But every time he calls, I'm like, dude, aren't you ashamed of yourself? Like, like I'm like, I don't even support cops. It's just you're, like a machine. You no, know, yours is a machine. No, no, yeah. mine's is an actual person. I actually got him to laugh the last time he called me. Oh, really? Yeah, because I told him, like, dude, you should be ashamed of yourself. Like, I don't even support cops in the first place, but you're making money off of people who actually died on the line of fire. Yeah. Like, and you, you're, like, not giving the money to dead cops. We know this. There are articles about you. Yeah. And he goes, oh, 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 is that so? And I go, yeah, it's so. You know what? Because obviously you're calling me from fucking bullshit-ass numbers. Yeah. And we talk once a month. And I recognize your voice. You're one dude. Yeah. He fucking goes, ho, ho, fine. And he hung up. But um, I got him to react. Before. This ain't me. You, this ain't me. Fuck it's, you. It's Jason Statham. Yeah. It's Batman. <laughs> I'm back. Um, oh, dude. Honestly. Collecting uh, money for fucking Lieutenant Gordon. <laughs> one of the trailers that I saw was for The Flash. Um, okay. I'm going to go see the one of our films of the week. And um, the one film the that's one, in the, the one film that's in theaters. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and honestly, like, I just thought to myself, like, I yelled out loud. I was like, oh, so Jonathan Majors gets canceled, but Ezra Miller, uh, he's fine. He beat up fucking people in Hawaii. He beat up some person. He's alleged of ki- he's being accused of kidnapping. 
to be the people like 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 at least they're they're dudes, right? Like no, men. He, uh, he, like he fought no, like no, men. He beat up like a, a, beat up a woman. Yeah, he oh, was a little bitch. And yeah, no, but so I mean, that fool got down with a couple of fools. And all right, cool. But, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? But you know the thing is, is that fools already beating women. Though. Like, nah, all right, let's jump. Kidnapped, let's jump this fool. And he kidnapped a teenager or something like that. Oh, He's accused disgusting. of kidnapping a teenager. Yeah, I, was, I forgot to get to the kidnapping. That's yeah, just, that's just wrong. Overall, yeah, and no so what. the the thing is, is like, yet here we are. They're po- they're promoting the shit out of the Flash. Well, he's and got fucking, he's got fucking uh, DC backing right now. Well, he's also got a different shade of skin. Yeah. Uh, so I'll true that. I'm the, white. The, that's the thing. The hypocrisy of it all, it, it does uh, frustrate me. But It's the uh, same shit with that Hollywood, one fucking, baby. it's the same fucking shit with that fucking piece of shit David fucking show. That fucking disgusting motherfucker. Oh, dude, that's, that's right. That's fucking disturbing. Dude, everybody saw beef and all that kind of shit. This fucking piece of shit fucking... Went on a on a podcast and fucking told a story about him raping a fucking chick, and he literally described rape. Yeah, he he. Uh, and um, he's like, and he's like, oh no, it's it's nothing. Like he said fuck. it was a joke. He said that he had made up the story. I'm like, who the fuck makes up stories like that? Yeah, that's pretty fucking brutal. Like, to me, that's I'm like, what a... the fuck? I a I I don't joke about it. I mean, I, I will. I'll be honest here for transparency because obviously old podcasts. I I joked about a bunch of shit and uh, but. I've grown and changed, and that's not something that you joke about anymore. Um, because we, I've talked about it. I've never taken it down, but I have made inappropriate jokes. Okay. You know, it, to be offensive and wild, like on the podcast that I used to do while that happened. Yeah. I've said some fucking wild shit, but... I don't remember uh, anything know, going off like... I remember when... No, no. Well, the thing I, is, the story, way, from what I heard, yeah, is yeah. the story is very serious. It's not like he's joking around and on your guys' podcast. It's obvious that it's a fucking joke. Like, ob- oh, yeah, obviously, no, it's, it's not, it's it's a, not yeah, yeah. funny... In that sense, if you think about the reality of it, no, no, of course. But if you take it for the lightheartedness that you're trying to approach it, it, then I guess you know what I mean. Right, the jokes were never me committing a crime. Exactly, it was just a stupid joke. Yeah, that was not cool. And like, obviously, over the years, as I've grown and changed as a person and taken responsibility for like the shit that I would say. I don't say that shit anymore. Yeah, but this but was sound like this a crazy yeah, story and, and shit. And, and like, yeah, and the thing was, yeah, the and, detail and all sorts of shit. And the fact is, is that on top of that, I guess he's gone on Bobby Lee's show, and Bobby Lee has also made up stories about molesting children and like, you know, or, or, or and stuff like that. So now he's also, you know, getting a lot of shit as well. But mostly David Cho because he. Was so out, like, yeah, I don't like. It's fucking wild. Like, yeah, you're saying he when was. You, I, 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 when you I, read the shit, I was only that, getting, uh, getting hard because fucking because she didn't want to. Like, yo, bro, yeah. like, that's, come on, that's like, yeah, oh, I, no I don't fuck, dude. I don't. That's that's, 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 that, and that's, that's why, not good, bro. And that's why I'm, I haven't watched Beef because I was gonna watch Beef. I saw Beef first, and yeah, then you, I fucking and then found, found out about yeah. it. Like two a day or two later, like it's literally, same, as soon same. as I fucking finished it, like a day or two later, I was like, "Oh, what a fuck!" I'm not even, it, I was about to throw us for a follow too. It's but a, throw us for a follow. It's the same. I'm like, oh fuck! I'm fucking glad I didn't follow that piece of shit. Yeah, I'm fucking it, so it, fucking glad. It's the same thing. Like with me, I remember buying Baby Driver, and it just sat on my shelf. And like two months later, you know, Kevin Spacey's the allegations of him. Oh yeah, and yeah. I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, and I love Edgar the ne- Wright, the negotiator. Yeah, the, ne- the negotiator. <laughs> I'm, and I, I I'm love- negotiate myself into these pants. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> you see, that's like a fucking bad joke, but it's kind of like in between where it's not like too crazy, but it's like, you know. Yeah, right. But you're not saying what that like, was doing. What you, that was doing wasn't the, cool either. No, the story he said was just not. Yeah. Not okay. Not yeah. okay at all. Well, it's, it's funny. I saw a friend of mine. Um, you know, speaking of these kind of topics. He posted a, an Instagram story where it was like, ladies, 
if your man went out and you knew he's gonna go to a club and blah 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 blah, and other women might hit on him, you wouldn't be comfortable with that. And they were like, "What is that? What's the point of this?" Because that's why women shouldn't go out. And I was like, "The fuck are you talking about?" That's why about? women shouldn't go out. Yeah, shouldn't go out if they're in a the relationship. Stay inside your inside the fucking house. All right. You make me my turkey pot pie, bitch. Yeah, that's basically what he wants. <laughs> yeah. He wants basically he wants a servant. Yeah, pretty much. And it's yeah. like go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah, that's fucking and, insane. Yeah, and, I'm surprised that for his friends. Yeah, yeah. That's and like on top well, of that's that, pro- unless of course it's those primitive thinking men that. Well, I think are, he had him on there. for it's you know like the shock ridiculous. factor of like, oh, this is what an alpha male is like, whatever the fuck that means. Alpha male. That's yeah, not on an alpha the podcast, male. it was a clip from a podcast that he it's shared like on his Instagram idiot. story. But the, the same at the same time, I thought to myself like the dude who is sharing this. Um, there is a reason why you're still yeah. single and alone. It's because you keep thinking to women in terms of like what is controllable and what yeah, is not. Exactly. Instead of actually seeing them as people. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to you gotta, you gotta, uh, uh, separate the responsibilities, bro. And cultivating the relationship. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, but dude, it's been a fucking... It takes a load off your back too, player. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Come on, fucker. Are you fucking stupid? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Uh, you stay so, fucking home. I'm going to work, okay? I'm going I'm to be opening. I'm going to be working at, you know, I'm <laughs> at some fucking shitty spot. Fucking, and fucking just I'll not. open that jar of pickles. <laughs> yeah, I got this. You don't know how to do it, okay? You don't know how to do it. There's no tools for this. <laughs> there, there are and shit. There's those tools that fucking open them. No, there isn't. Yeah. It's only a man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get it. I can't get it. <laughs> I'm going to change that light bulb. Not you. <laughs> Women don't get on those stepladder. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's ridiculous. Fucking stupid asses. Um, let's talk about our friend. <laughs> Let's talk about our first film. Woo, boy. Um, Evil Dead Rise, a twisted tale of two estranged sisters whose reunion is cut short by the rise of flesh-possessing demons, thrusting them into a primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of family imaginable. Uh, yeah. This is uh, written and directed by Lee Cronenberg, starring... Uh, sorry, not Cronenberg. Lee Cronin. Uh, starring, um, actually, they put the cast in how they appeared. Um, let's see. We got uh, Lily Sullivan, uh, Noah Paul, um, Alyssa Sutherland as Ellie, Gabrielle Eccles as Bridget, Morgan Davies as Danny, Nell Fisher as Cassie, and then there's just a bunch of uh, throwaway characters at this point. Uh, uh, can uh, you know for the for the fodder of violence. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, this movie was cool. I fucking definitely enjoyed it. I just know that I went in there with very high expectations. So same, same. I went kinda, in there with astronomical high yeah, so kinda, expectations. It kind of gave me uh, a lot of reason to to break it down in a, in, a, in a lot of ways because there was multiple things that I was just like, ah, I'm not feeling this. I'm not. I don't like the way this is playing out. Um, but nevertheless, it was an entertaining film. Uh, very gory, which is one of the things I definitely like. I like that they did like I like the way that the 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 mom looked. She was very fucking creepy and scary. Yeah. You know, I think that was very well done. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but <clears throat> some of the stuff that's going on with like within the apartment, I don't like the fact that they make it seem like they're in a fucking mansion, and uh, and you can't hear something going on in the very next fucking room. You know. What well, I mean? one of the lines in the um, one of the lines in this plot was that most if not all of the building is abandoned at this point yeah. because they're selling it. So they were only the three the three couples, the neighbor guy, the 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 Latino who is there as well, and them. But there is that one neighbor two floors down. Yeah. Because she was what on they were on floor eight? 
She was on floor six. Yeah. So, um, so it's like fucking. So somehow she didn't hear, even through an empty floor be- below her, all the, the gunshots or nothing like that. I think she mentioned at the end of the film, like, she had heard something, but she wasn't sure what the fuck it was. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, that, that I, I do recall. Uh, and the mother is played by uh, Alyssa Sutherland, who apparently was on the show Vikings, which I hear is very good. I've not had an opportunity to watch it. Yeah, um, I've heard that's a really good show, but too. I did, I did like uh, the makeup work. I like the prosthetic effects they used. Um, it was definitely trying to be funnier than the 2013 Evil Dead remake. Like, I don't think they did anything um, too you know, unique in the world of Evil Dead. It felt like an Evil Dead movie. Yeah, definitely. Like, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't pushing any, like, crazy boundaries, barriers, or anything like that. The way that they would talk and uh, shit like that, I was just like, some of the phrases that they would say when they were under their under the, the spell or yeah. the spirit in them, it just didn't come off right to me. It was just like, all right, that's not... Like, I don't even care. You'll just fucking... Yeah, but on top of that... Also, just kill them already. Rip uh, their fucking jaw off. On, on top of that, one of the things that kind of... Um, was what bothered me was again the trailer the one trailer that i did watch used most of the the good moments of mommies with the maggots now and stuff like that you know in the trailers were used and they were they weren't changed for the theatrical version of it so they pretty much had the theatrical cut used for the trailer which i know that sometimes they swap out lines to trick you into like thinking like, well, it's a similar scene, but it's a different line. And I was kind of hoping for that. And they, they pretty much stuck to what they showed. Yeah. Uh, so it didn't, um, you know, change too much for me, but yeah, I will say that the expectations were sky high for me. And so watching it, I thought the initial opening of the film was kind of clunky in terms of how it played out. Yeah. Uh, showing the, the people on the, on the dock, you know, doing their vacation and then kind of having the cousin be the one who's possessed and kill, start killing everybody and then Evil Dead Rise. I thought it was still a cool sequence. I just didn't like that then they were like one day earlier and then they started the the setup of the story, of the actual story you're about to watch. Okay. I kind of did enjoy that. You don't know why? Because you know, I showed up late. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah, you missed time. To, yeah, I missed, the- it by, I missed it by 10 minutes. I'd say like, I'd say you probably missed like, like four or five, five minutes. Yeah, minutes. something like that. Top. It was, but I knew as soon as I sat down on what was going on, I was like, the story hasn't started yet for sure. Because I already knew, you know, from the tra- from seeing that yeah, one trailer, yeah. kind of what was going on. I remember seeing the background and seeing where it was taking place, and I knew that it wasn't in the cabin. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They yeah. did use a few cabin scenes in it, but it wasn't very much to convince me that that's where the majority of the film would happen. No, of course, and for sure, I I appreciated a lot of. The what I what I like is the practical effects. Like CGI should be working yeah. to to work together with practical effects to give you the, the best experience possible. Because some of those moments, I worried. Well, even like the Selena Gomez a uh, uh, ripoff. You know what I mean? Like she kind of looks like Selena Gomez, but like not. Like, oh, you're talking about uh, the, the the young the young like woman fucking, who yeah. plays Bridget, like uh, a, Gabrielle Eccles. Like a fat face to Selena Gomez, unfortunately. But I'll call it how I see it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's she not just fucking. Had, she just had a round face. That's all. I guess. It's a bigger. Okay, you know. I'm, no, no, I'm sorry. Just, I mean, also, it depends on the lenses you a, use. I don't be offensive, but you know, no, tizzy is what tizzy is, governor. No, I mean the thing is, also, it depends on the lenses. Have you ever seen your well, face? People aren't gonna look at me and say, "Oh, this guy doesn't have a fucking jawline." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's gonna happen. But also, it's okay. like, I, I don't know if you notice this, but if you like shoot something from like uh, you know thirty-five millimeter, uh-huh. it, all that stuff, it adds 
also so it changes Some your face profile. Shit. Yeah, it's really interesting to to know that stuff. Like if again, I watch a lot of the. But still, that was one of the things that like that in my in my mind, I kept like thinking like oh, fucking Celine. like I just kept going back to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, <laughs> fuck, man, I couldn't stop. You know what I mean? I was trying to. Yeah. Um, no, she just, but she just, I, also, had, she just had a rounded face. Yeah, and even I put and I put money if you watch that film now after my description, you will you will fucking think the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> oh Jesus. Um, <laughs> But the, I didn't. I also didn't like the fucking monster. The way they made the monster at the very end, with the three of them kind of complying together. Oh, when there's some like, certain stuff in, within the film I just didn't like. The way that they killed that monster with that machine. The way it happened. Was, ah, man, it's it, just it, it just dropped the ball for you. Yeah, I actually prefer. I I actually really liked it as the movie got going with the the monster aspect of it. The one complaint I did have was the hallway scene. I felt like it went through those kills. Super fucking quick, yeah. Super fast. And, you know, again, I didn't know this. I just recently learned it. And these were originally... They could use those characters way fucking better within the story. But originally, Evil Dead Rise was supposed to be a streaming-only film. It was going to be on HBO Max. But then they decided to do audience testing, and then audiences really enjoyed it. And so they gave it a theatrical release, which honestly... Thank goodness, because this is something you want to watch in the movie theaters. Oh, yeah, for sure. It is definitely worth it. Um, I would definitely recommend this film. You should definitely check it out. It's definitely fucking worth the watch, for sure. It's a better horror film than most, because most horror films fucking suck. I would say that, yeah, this is definitely given... Yeah, this this one's actually, like, decent. You can get through it and be like, fuck, I wasn't too bad, you know what I mean? And and you know that they're setting up a world of this. Oh, for sure. You know? For sure. So that's kind of cool, so to see what that's going to entail... With uh, it had well, I guess the monster went to a cabin now, so you know what's gonna happen. It maybe in a cabin type of scenario, yeah, a wilderness. Imagine like Nexus campers like going to go. That's that's my that's what I think, you know. Yeah, and then um, our second film of the week was a romantic comedy, uh, called Meet Cute on Peacock. What would you do if you could travel to your loved one's past, heal their traumas, fix their problems, and change them into the perfect? Partner. This is directed by Alex Lehman, uh, written by uh, Nuga uh, Finelli, uh, starring Kaylee Cuoco as Sheila, Pete Davidson as Gary, and then you have a supporting cast of others, Kevin Corrigan as Phil the bartender, uh, Deborah S. Craig as June, and uh, Rock Coley as Amit, the restaurateur. Um, <laughs> but what were, your, what were your thoughts on this? Oh man, this is one that you wanted fucking, to pick. Yeah, this one was on my list because the yeah, synopsis of, of it sounds like a very interesting story that that's never really been told in a sense. You know, I mean, never been like this isn't an idea that some that I've ever seen a movie that that has this exact idea within it. No, I mean the one, me that, the one so. that comes closest to is Palm Springs, which we watch with uh, yeah, okay, uh, Andy Samberg and uh, Christina Ricci Minucci. I don't Minucci? know. I forget I her remember. name actually. Uh, she was the one who appeared in the last season of uh, How I Met Your Mother. I, f- I forget her name. I, I wish it, it wasn't slipping. Yeah, that mind. one could be kind of closest to it. Closest, but, but not, not not even not even close. Yeah, in terms of how I mean, like Palm Springs, we I think we loved. Um, yeah, this one right here, I'm still waiting to see like what your thoughts on it were before I say what I say. I fucking felt like this movie. Uh, dr- kind of for me, kind of like felt off. Because some of the stuff didn't make sense to me, sure. how how the approach went about, 
and how she was trying to change these things in a sense. Yeah. Um, so the so the premise of the film is ultimately like there's a spa machine at a nail uh, salon yeah. where she enters. She can travel to any point in time, but only for 24 hours. Yeah. But that's and the then, beginning of the then, film. In the beginning of the film. To tell this, they, they make you think that it's only for 24 hours, right? It is for only 24 hours. What, I know, but she, but it, in the beginning, they make you think that it's only you can only go back also 24 hours. Like one day. You can only go back one day. She makes it seem that the, way. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't until later on in the film where she's like exposing more halfway, of her lies. Yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah, like, yeah. I feel like yeah, that, yeah. and that almost happens halfway within the film. For, for me, it was just they changed that too, too abruptly. It, yeah, it was after a year of her repeating the same day. That she recognized, like she wasn't happy with how the day continued to play out, and um, you know she went further back, further back, yeah, and then ruined uh, his timeline uh, as a child and everything. Um, for me, I liked aspects of this movie. Yeah, um, I, I definitely liked Kaylee Cuoco and Pete Davidson when they were together. I didn't particularly care for her scenes on her own. Uh, I felt like because she didn't have anybody to bounce off of, um, it felt a little um, a little loss in the performance. Yeah. Um, okay. Also, yeah, the time travel aspect I thought was going a completely different way. When he started remembering things that she had said, I thought he had gone back in time as well, and they were just trying to figure out the conversation, right? When she would mention something and he would say, yeah. and she would stop and look at him. I thought, oh, he's gone back in time. And it wasn't that at all. It was just he was picking up on her vibes. Yeah. Um, like she had left this time-traveling scar on him. See, that's what I took from it. I didn't take that he had gone back in time. I took that he had um, just the, – she just scarred him so bad that it was just something that, that it just resonated with him. Right, because he started remembering things – when she changed his behavior. Yeah. And then he was like, I hate you. I'm going to remember this. I, I know exactly. what this is like. And then that's when his character started remembering stuff and throwing her off of her game. Yeah. And it turns out, you know, that, yeah, I thought it was going to go with that route. And I thought she was going to go back, bring the guy back to when, like, they were hanging out. And she'd be like, listen, I'm really sorry, blah, 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 blah. I'll fix it. Please don't hate me. I fucked this up I, somehow. And then put the timeline back and then organically end <laughs> yeah, up together. At the, at the very end. He fucking sees what her trauma was, and then he wants to fix her trauma. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and 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 the, and the funny thing was is that to me, like, yeah, I get the idea of like trying to fix your partner's like trauma. Yeah, but I feel like this movie, the way it went about, and it, it just didn't completely work. Like I said, like I want to say, like I really did enjoy a lot of what they were presenting, yeah. but there was a lot of stuff that felt so short once you start thinking about it. That it doesn't make sense because to me, it, I didn't understand when she said, oh, you don't know my life. It sucks and this and this and that. Okay, you never showed me her life sucking. Yeah. You just show me her killing herself and her cycling through this one day. And then I'm supposed to believe that she is uh, also, suicidal. I also felt like they, they, kind of tra- they, they were treating uh, suicidal thoughts or suicidal tendencies or suicidal you know things that, that really... Our reality. I feel like they fucking they kind of down. They kind of for me, it felt like they were just kind of like downplaying, like whatever. Love will fix it. That yeah, kind of, like that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. just like, that's. 
I don't. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. That's one thing I, I for sure didn't like. That. I was I like, can, why the fuck would you guys make it seem like it's not a serious fucking thing? You know? What yeah, I, mean? I can. I can see that because for sure. I mean, like there have been lots of um, other uh, movies and shows that have treated uh, suicide, um, you know, in a l- more realistic manner. Like it's yeah. just something that it's hard to cope with, and sometimes people choose, you know, this painful way out, yeah. not realizing that you know they're also affecting the ones around them. Because they're so lost in their own hurt. Yeah. Sometimes it's chemical. Sometimes it's circumstantial. Like it's it's a lot of things. And again, you know, uh, if you're experiencing that stuff, just you know, you can call the National Suicide Hotline, yeah. um, which I will give the number at the end of the show for. Yes. Um, but you know, but, but in terms of this movie, like I felt like, yeah, it it, came, it felt to me like it kind of came out of nowhere. Like I knew that she was bothered by something, and that's why she kept on living this one day over and over again. But they never is explicitly showed me what was going on with her yeah. to make me understand why she was so bummed out and why this one guy changed everything for her. My personal favorite character of the film was the nail June, the nail shop lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was very charismatic, uh, came off uh, super fucking cool. And, and and I don't know, I just, there's something about that actress, uh, that actor in the film that she, she, she played the role perfectly. Yeah, she. I think she, for somebody who didn't remember or did remember who the characters were, um, she played it very... See, that's something Debra else... Deborah S. Craig. She, that's something else that I kept thinking about, too. I'm like, well, how the fuck does she know all this shit throughout the, all these jumping timelines? You know what I mean? That's what I was trying, like, trying to figure out. But I was like, it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? She kind of just controls the fucking time machine in a sense. I mean, she's the curator. Yeah, she is a curator, but she also understood, like, what was cool about Deborah S. Craig's character of June was that, you know, yeah, we have trauma, but it's up to us to decide what we're going to do with that trauma, which, I mean, relates to me in terms of, like, you know, like the anger that I had towards dad and all that stuff that, you know, growing up, like, going to therapy and starting addressing those issues has put me on on a much better path. Yeah. And mentally, I'm 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 happier, yeah, uh, and I'm not so affected by those things. But because at, at some point, like me, at <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, like the, the the things is that um, you know, at some point, y- you you have to be the one to figure out how, how to fix that. Yeah, and of obviously course. using the tools that are 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 presented to you. And so I really did like her character because she's like, you can't just fix people like yeah. that. If you have that power, you're abusing that power because, again, I, what what did she say? You erase the trauma, you erase the person. Yeah, and it's true because yeah, she went back in time and she erased his his identity, who he was. He became a douche nozzle. Yeah, exactly. And, and I want to say like I don't understand um, the hate that Pete Davidson gets. Like I just do not understand. I don't it. either. Me uh, personally, is, I like that fool. That's what. That's honestly the, one of the reasons I picked this film because of him being in it. Yeah, that's the reason I wanted to watch it because yeah. for me, I think he's fucking cool. I, I just want to. I like the way he acts. I like his comedy. I like it's, the way he. I like the way natural. he portrays. Yeah, exactly. That's why. Yeah. For me, I was like, I want to watch this film. That's why it was on my list for so long. Yeah, I mean, one of the things like, um, remember when he was dating uh, one of the Victoria's Secret models, uh, Emily Ratson? I don't remember. Her I name. don't because I don't care about that kind of shit. But she was saying they had interviewed. But her good for I, him. And I scrolled through the LA Times article or whatever they, they you know, because I followed the LA Times and all, yeah, all the news stuff. And so the interview from her was like, "Why is it so hard to believe that I would date this guy? Is it because you don't understand that he treats us like people? Like he, yeah. he's a nice, decent guy." Who treats you with respect and, and you know he's funny and that funny gets him in the bed. But but on top of that, like you know the fact that he was just like she was just like yeah he no was exactly nice. he didn't funny. treat us like meat like some other guys would. 
Yeah. And so she's like, of course I would date him because he was he's asking nice. he's asking me questions about my brain. Okay, what my mind was thinking. Well, I mean, you and know, like the walls in the mall are like totally, totally tall. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, it's a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like that. That's the thing. Like it, it, you know. And so I, I, I really don't understand the hate for him. Yeah. Um, I've I've actually really always enjoyed him. I, I enjoy Kaylee Cuoco also as well. Yeah, like, same I here. I, she, I thought she she was cool. She was cool. I never really. I never. I've never seen a. It's Big Bang Theory. Uh, Big Bang yeah, Theory. Big Bang. She but she got her start on Eight Simple Rules to dating my teenage daughter or I've something like that. Heard of it? I had John Ritter on it, and he died after the first. I've never season. heard. No, I'm just kidding. That was the sad. I never heard of him. John yeah. Ritter died of a an aortic tear that yeah. he did not realize he had. He uh, was at work, and he said, "Hey guys, I don't feel so good. Um, you know, maybe I should go to the hospital." But as he was trying to, you know, get going on that. He fell over. They called ambulance, and unfortunately, he passed away young. Yeah. Um, and you know, the show continued on for I think another season or two without him. But well, his daughter is. Uh... She played his, one of his daughters. Yeah. Right. No. No. But she. But who's? Are you talking about the Kristen Ritter? Yeah. She's... No, she's not his daughter. That's just her name. This okay. happens to have, uh, you know, just the Ritter name. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. It's like Ritter Michael. Du- it's like Michael Douglas and Michael Douglas. And then one of them was like, Wait, "Well, <laughs> yeah, his name is Michael Keaton." Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. You know, Michael Keaton, yeah. They, they both had the same name, but he was out first. My uh, fucking dad was famous first, motherfucker. Yeah. This is my name. I'm <laughs> so, sticking with the Douglas. So Kaylee Cuoco, like, she talked about when they were working on Eight Simple Rules that John Ritter told her, like, you know, yeah, you can always be the pretty girl in a bunch, bunch of movies. But he's like, but can I tell you something? Because you're good at it, you should do comedy. You should stick in comedy because... Comedy is where it's at. You're always going to find a role somewhere being funny. And she took it to heart and was like, okay, I'm going to focus on comedy roles. Yeah. And, you know, she ended up being on one of the biggest fucking shows on television. The Big yeah. Bang Theory ran for 12 seasons. She was on a, on a critically acclaimed show called The Flight Attendant on HBO. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's a third season is going to come out I kind of want to watch that, too, because it kind of looks crazy. And, but, you know, but the thing is, like, because of that, it's opened up other doors for her. Yeah. Um, you know, but honestly, like, yeah, I mean, I would recommend people watch this movie. I think it's not perfect. I think, you know, if we were still doing our scaling, I would give it a six out of 10, maybe, a, maybe a six and a half. Okay. Like, it, you know, if, if, but it's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. I think there are a lot of things that if you start thinking about it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But there's I certain th- things that you could be like, it makes you question because of the way it plays out. Yeah. I, I, I did not particularly care for how it started. Because uh, I was really confused at first because she was already in the loop. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah. I was like, this is weird. Oh, yeah, I start to look at the bar and shit. And she's exactly. like staring at him and shit. And the bartender, and that one Phil fucking, goes, which is that bartender guy, that was a good actor. Uh, Kevin Corrigan. Yeah, he was on um, one of my favorite shows, Grounded for Life. Yeah, that shit was <laughs> fucking hilarious. But yeah, but um, yeah, for sure. I, I think if you can find it on, I mean, if you have Peacock, uh, you should definitely check it out. Uh, yeah. It, I think. You'll enjoy the chemistry of the cast, but other than that, like, don't think about it too hard. Just kind of roll with it. It's it's kind of a sweet film, and there's some, some some problems. Yeah. But again, I I did enjoy the film. It doesn't feel too heavy, like a like a no. rom com. No, it doesn't feel. It doesn't. And it also, doesn't. It still follows that kind of that rom com formula. Yeah, but it doesn't but feel still, like one. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like, like one. one, which which I appreciated. Exactly. Um, yeah. Any tidbits this week? Yeah, fucking McDonald's is coming out with the big Mac I'll sauce. Coffee comes out on third. Comes out. Yeah, ooh, Mac Cafe. <laughs> uh, they're coming out with the Big Mac sauce. Uh, 
dipping sauces now, so you can ask for those on Thursday. I believe it starts. Okay. So uh, get ready. Get your taste buds ready. Get your, get your taste buds ready. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, for, for that fucking delightful fucking. Uh, uh, I don't even know how what else to, to subscribe it, man. House of Horrors. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, fucking. Uh, that's pretty much it. Nothing. No. It's kind of a slow week. No, that's a fine. Get your Drake tickets. You added more more dates. You know, Sam's a big fan. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to support a guy who tries to groom six year olds allegedly. Alleged. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, we're good. I don't. I don't. Need, I don't need to. Um, next film week. <laughs> next films week. Next films week. Yeah. Oh God. I'm, yes. I'm next drunk off week. of this pale ale. Uh no, I'm not. This is good though. I'm Cuban B. Yes, Cuban B. Uh, <laughs> that's a great movie. Yeah, fucking a it is. Um, so what's the fucking films for next week? For next gonna, film film week or week watch film or whatever the fuck you said. Sisu, the uh, Danish war movie about a, a a John Wick in Nazi Europe, and we will pick. Kill Book Soon on Netflix. Don't know what it's about. Um, it's on somebody's list. I won't say who it is. It's about an assassin lady. Oh. That's pretty much all I fucking know. I read the synopsis, and, and it's not a film that um, I would generally go towards, but I fucking yeah. read the synopsis. I was like, this is something different that you don't... I like to... I, when I fucking read the synopsis, and it just sounds like something that I've never seen, I kind of want to jump into it and just kind of check it out. Plus, it's a foreign film. It's not... American, I, I mean, believe. I don't, yeah, I mean, so like, that kind of gives me uh, hopes that it's gonna be good, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, of course. I, I think there's a, and just know. be different, of course. So that's 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 a reason I want to watch it. And there's creativity everywhere. I mean, like shit, we watched RRR, and it was like, yeah, RRR was on my fucking list a long time ago, and I just never saw it until yeah. until they told until the people asked for us to watch it, and it was actually enjoyable. Yeah, really enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, so Kill Book Soon and Sisu, we'll watch that next week and review it, and then as well, I'm just giving you the heads up. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three is uh, uh, oh yeah Cinco de Mayo uh, the weekend of Cinco de Mayo I have my tickets for May fourth uh, be watching that I'll get mine for May seventh yeah and we will review the fuck out of that film too um, yeah but yeah but for next week it's gonna be Sisu and Kill Book soon and we will see you soon <laughs> yeah <laughs> so get your books <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> so go outside, uh, I'm, cross I'm, your legs, and get into a nice book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Um, be safe out there, and don't forget like, subscribe uh, uh, to us. Follow, on, ask, request, on talk Apple, shit, do Apple, something. Goddamn it, Apple, interact. Apple Podcast. We appreciate Spotify, you all. And uh, yeah, we're on Instagram. The Renderos Bros. Instaflex, Hollywood Ren- Mike, Double I with uh, in uh, Hollywood. Render me, Sam. Um, and we'll catch you guys next week, guys. Yeah, stay wild, stay fresh, and don't forget to wipe that ass.